0: Welcome to the 1662 Podcast. My name is Pastor Mark O'Neill. I am an ordained elder within the United Methodist Church, currently serving at Mount Olivet Methodist Church in Manio, North Carolina. On this podcast each day, you will find morning and evening prayers using the liturgy found in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. I thank you for joining us, and I pray that this will be a blessing to you. This is evening prayer for March 7th. And that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by His infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at His hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. And hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our appointed Psalter reading for this evening can be found beginning on page 406. Fret not thyself because of the ungodly, neither be thou envious against the evildoers. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and be withered even as the green herb. But thou thy trust in the Lord, and be doing good. Dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thou in the Lord, and he shall give thee thy heart's desire. Commit thy way unto the Lord, and put thy trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall make thy righteousness as clear as the light, and thy just dealing as the noonday. Hold thee still in the Lord, and abide patiently upon him. But grieve not thyself at him whose way doth prosper against the man that doeth after evil counsels. Leave all from wrath and let go displeasure. Fret not thyself, else doubt shalt be moved to do evil. Wicked doers shall be rooted out, and they that patiently abide the Lord, those shall inherit the land. Yet a little while and the ungodly shall be clean gone. Thou shalt look after his place, and he shall be away. But the meek-spirited shall possess the earth, and shall be refreshed in the multitude of peace. The ungodly seeketh counsel against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh him to scorn, for he hath seen that his day is coming. The ungodly have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as are of a right conversation. Their sword shall go through their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. A small thing that the righteous hath is better than great riches of the ungodly. For the arms of the ungodly shall be broken, and the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the godly, and their inheritance shall endure forever. They shall not be confounded in the perilous time, and in the days of dearth they shall have enough. As for the ungodly, they shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall consume as the fat of lambs. Yea, even as the smoke shall they consume away. The ungodly borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous is merciful and liberal. Such as are blessed of God shall possess the land, and they that are cursed of him shall be rooted out. The Lord ordereth a good man's going, and maketh his way acceptable to himself. Though he fall, he shall not be cast away, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old, and yet saw I never the righteous forsaken. "'Nor his seed begging their bread. "'The righteous is ever merciful and lendeth, "'and his seed is blessed. "'Flee from evil and do the thing that is good, "'and dwell forevermore. "'For the Lord loveth the thing that is right. "'He forsaketh not his that be godly, "'but they are preserved forever. "'The unrighteous shall be punished, "'as from the seed of the ungodly it shall be rooted out. "'The righteous shall inherit the land "'and dwell therein forever.' The mouth of the righteous is exercised in wisdom, and his tongue will be talking of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his goings shall not slide. The ungodly seeth the righteous, and seeketh occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Hope thou in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall promote thee, that thou shalt possess the land. When the ungodly shall perish, thou shalt see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power, and flourishing like a green bay tree. I went by, and lo, he was gone. I sought him, but his place could nowhere be found. Keep innocency, and take heed unto the thing that is right. For that shall bring a man peace at the last. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together. And the end of the ungodly is, they shall be rooted out at the last. But the salvation of the righteous cometh of the Lord who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly and shall save them because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first reading this evening comes from the book of Deuteronomy, and it is the 29th chapter. These are the words of the covenant that the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in the land of Moab, in addition to the covenant that he had made with them at Horeb. Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, You have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, the great trials that your eyes saw, the signs and those great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind to understand or ears to To hear or eyes to see. I have led you forty years in the wilderness. The clothes on your back have not worn out, and the sandals on your feet have not worn out. You have not eaten bread, and you have not drunk wine or strong drink, so that you may know that I am the Lord your God. When you came to this place, King Sion of Heshbon and King Og of Bashan came out against us for battle, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Therefore, diligently observe the words of this covenant, in order that you may succeed in everything that you do. You stand assembled today, all of you, before the Lord your God, the leaders of your tribes, your elders, and your officials, all the men of Israel, your children, your women, and the aliens who are in your camp, both those who cut your wood and those who draw your water to enter into the covenant of the Lord your God, sworn by an oath, which the Lord your God is making with you today, in order that he may establish you today as his people, and that he may be your God, as he promised you and as he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I am making this covenant, sworn by an oath, not only with you who stand here with us today before the Lord our God, but also with those who are not here with us today. You know how we lived in the land of Egypt, and how he came through the midst of the nations through which you passed. You have seen their detestable things, the filthy idols of wood and stone, of silver and gold that were among them. It may be that there is among you a man or a woman or a family or tribe whose heart is already turning away from the Lord our God to serve the gods of those nations. It may be that there is among you a root sprouting, poisonous and bitter growth. All who hear the words of this oath and bless themselves, thinking in their hearts, We are safe even though we go our own stubborn ways, thus bringing disaster on moist and dry alike. The Lord will be unwilling to pardon them, for the Lord's anger and passion will smoke against them. All the curses written in this book will descend on them, and the Lord will blot out their names from under heaven. The Lord will single them out from all the tribes of Israel for calamity, in accordance with all the curses of the covenant written in this book of the law. The next generation, your children who will rise up after you, as well as the foreigner who comes from a distant country, will see the devastation of that land and the afflictions with which the Lord has afflicted it. All its soil burned out by sulfur and salt, nothing planted, nothing sprouting, unable to support any vegetation, like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord destroyed in His fierce anger. They, and indeed all the nations, will wonder, Why has the Lord done this to this land? What caused this great display of anger? They will conclude, It is because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, which He made with them when He brought them out of the land of Egypt. They turned and served other gods, worshiping them, gods whom they had not known and whom He had not allotted to them. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against that land, bringing on it every curse written in this book. The Lord uprooted them from their land in anger, fury, and great wrath, and cast them into another land, as is now the case." The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the revealed things belong to us and to our children forever, to observe all the words of this law. Here ends our first reading. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second reading this evening comes from the New Testament book of Colossians. It is the second chapter. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you and for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding and have a knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, and I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ." As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy or an empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in Him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in Him who is the head of every ruler and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision, by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him when he forgave us all our trespasses erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands. He set this aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, do not let anyone condemn you in matters of food and drink or of observing festivals, new moons, or Sabbaths. These are only a shadow of what is to come. But the sustenance belongs to Christ. Do not let anyone disqualify you, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels, dwelling on visions puffed up without cause by a human way of thinking, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the universe, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch? All these regulations refer to things that perish with use. They are simply human commands and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-imposed piety, humility, and severe treatment of the body, but they are of no value in checking self-indulgence. Here ends our second reading. The Nunc Domenis. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The Colic for the second Sunday in Lent. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, Thou wilt we'll grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. Here ends the order of evening prayer.